Hey, Chuck you Farley. Mike Papa. And Lindy. And welcome back to another episode of We're Sorry Did We Offend You. So, it's been a hectic week. Crazy week. A lot of shit's happened. Joe had some mental breakdowns. I'm gonna but, play, but he's sharp. Dude, I'm gonna play you the we're gonna I'm gonna play you the whole fucking ten minute clip. But we'll stop it and talk about shit oh. in there. About his uh um mental cognitive breakdown. It, well it was it was it was about the the guy in Russia that fucking Oh Navalny? Yeah. It's funny. Okay, so real fast. Everyone's oh. you know, oh Navalny, you know, Putin killed his uh his political rival, right? Okay. Uh-huh. So what do you think Joe's trying to do to Trump right now? Well, okay, that's <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to fucking get to with this speech. Okay. I want you to pay attention to it. Real okay. quick, okay? Here, listen to this. Go. Oh, pardon me. I got a fart yeah. there. Yeah. Good afternoon. I should. I, uh, <laughs> I'm heading off to East Palestine at the moment, but I wanted to Finally. say a few things this morning about uh, Alexei Navalny. You know, like millions of people around the world, I'm literally both not surprised and outraged by the news. Reported death of Alexei Navalny. He bravely stood up uh, to the corruption, the violence, and the, the, all the all the bad things that the Putin government was doing. In response, Putin had him poisoned. He had him arrested. He had him prosecuted for fabricated crimes. He sentenced him to prison. He was held in isolation. Even all that didn't stop him from calling out Putin's lies. Even Okay, I'm stop right now. <laughs> right, I mean, right off the bat, we're f- a minute into this thing, right? And he just described everything they're doing to the J6 people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In prison, he was a powerful voice for the truth, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. And he could have lived safely in exile after the assassination attempt on him in 2020, which nearly killed him, I might add. And but he uh, he was traveling was outside the country at the time. Instead, he returned to Russia. Returned to Russia, knowing he'd likely be imprisoned or even killed if he continued his work. But he did it anyway because he believed so deeply in his country, in Russia. Reports of his death, if they're true, and I have no reason to believe it or not, Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. Putin does not only target his citizens of other countries, as we've seen in what's going on in Ukraine right now. He also inflicts terrible crimes on his own people. And as people across Russia and around the world are mourning Navalny today because he was so many things that Putin was not. He was brave. He was principled. He was dedicated to building a Russia where the rule of law existed and where it applied to everybody. Navalny believed in that Russia, that Russia. He knew it was a cause worth fighting for, and obviously even dying for. Okay. Who does Navalny sound like? Trump? Yeah, Trump. <laughs> and and when, he was, when he was saying that, uh, he was talking about uh, some, 
I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was it, it just described his administration to the T. So yeah, he described him, uh, Navalny as you know, loving his country, hate, against the corruption. <laughs> yeah. Trump. Basically, his administration is the one that's gonna make up bullshit. Let's say R E R with all it? the charges. Right. You know, they're gonna make up their own story to, mm-hmm. to jail their political opponent. Right. Who, yeah. No, yeah. And and he's describing himself to a T. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it it's either they fail to see the irony mm-hmm. or they think they're that so that smart and the American people are that stupid. They think that the American people are that stupid. They really do. This tragedy reminds us of the stakes of this moment. We have to provide the funding so Ukraine can keep defending itself against Putin. Okay. Vicious. <laughs> okay. So, here's where my mind goes with this right now. Yeah. Who's to say it wasn't the CIA or the U.S. government that got him killed in that place? Well, because they're going to use this to get more money for Ukraine. Well, well that's what he was just begging. He right now. Yeah. That's where I'm going. So, who's to say that... It wasn't the CIA involved in his death. It, it, it doesn't matter if it, if it was or not. What does one thing have to do with the other? Oh, Putin bad. Yeah. Putin bad. Yeah, but what does this have to do with Ukraine at all? Nothing. Yeah. It's onslaughts and war crimes. You know, there was a bipartisan Senate vote that passed overwhelmingly in the United States Senate to fund Ukraine. Now, as I've said before, and I mean this in a literal sense, history is watching History is watching the House of Representatives. The failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. It's going to go down on the pages of history. It really is. It's consequential. And the clock is ticking. And this has to happen. We have to help now. You know, we have to realize what we're dealing with with Putin. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I don't ever remember him saying that. He, he did. Did he? Uh, there was a speech here recently where he was talking about NATO. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, oh, Mr. President, we're not, uh, we're not paying our fair share, but will America come save us? And he goes, no. You know, you, you're, you're basically... Um, you're getting our protection for cheap or for free. You got to live up to your commitment. You got to pay your fair share. Yeah. And if Russia's invading you and you're not paying your fair share, I'm gonna tell them do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, basically. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he so kind he, of, he paraphrased it. Yeah. To, so yeah. you know, but Trump did kind of say that. I'll okay. see if I can find the clip. Okay. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. there's a lot of European countries when, when <laughs> they heard that speech mm-hmm. were like, "Well, he's kind of right." You know, we. We did make a commitment to what three percent GDP or two percent GDP or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and a lot of these countries aren't paying it. Right, that's why he pulled out of it. When right. he was well, yeah. well, he, well, he didn't pull out of NATO. Oh, but he was telling other countries, "You need to pony up." Yeah, and he, you know, you guys are basically you're the ones in danger, not in the United States. When you expect the United States to foot the bill for most of NATO mm-hmm. and to come protect you because Article 5 says attack on one's attack on all. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the added benefit of the United States security blanket, but you're not paying your fair share. He goes, if you're not paying your fair share, why should I? Why should we come to your rescue then? Yeah. You know, it's a mm-hmm. shared responsibility by all. And all these European leaders are like, oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pause it. 
And since then, well, I don't, he's already in his fucking mind melt. Yeah. <laughs> and since Trump said that the other day, uh-huh. other countries are starting to pony up more. Yeah. Because they see the writing on the wall if Trump gets back in. Right. And if they're not ponying up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for Trump. Okay. We're right in the middle of Joe's brain melt okay. here. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking. But let me be clear. Well, you shit yourself. This is an outrageous <laughs> thing for a president to say. I can't fathom. Can't fathom. From Truman on, they're rolling over in their graves here in this. As long as I'm president, America stands by our sacred commitment to our NATO allies, as they have stood by their commitments to us repeatedly. Putin and the whole world should know if any adversary were to attack us, our NATO allies would back us. And if Putin were to attack a NATO ally, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory. Now's the time for even greater unity among our NATO allies. What? To stand up to the threat that Putin's Russia poses. You know, I send my deepest condolences to Alexei's staff and supporters. We're going to continue his work despite this loss, despite all of Putin's desperate attempts to stamp out the opposition. And most of all, to his family, especially to his wife, his daughter, and his son, who have already sacrificed so much for their family and a shared dream for a better future for Russia. So I just want to say God bless Alexei Navalny. His courage will not be forgotten, and I'm sure it will not be the only courage we see coming out of Russia in the near term. Thank you. I'll be happy to take a couple questions. Sir, first, was this an assassination? The answer is I, we don't know exactly what happened, but there is no doubt that the death of Navalny was the consequence of something that Putin and his, and his thugs did. And to be clear, you warned Vladimir Putin when you were in Geneva of devastating consequences if Navalny died in Russian custody. What consequences should he and Russia face? That was three years ago. In the meantime, they faced a hell of a lot of consequences. They've lost and or had wounded over 350,000 Russian soldiers. They've made them in a position where they've been subjected to great sanctions across the board, and we're contemplating what else could be done. But the, the, what we were talking about at the time, there were no actions being taken against Russia. And that look all that's transpired since then. Are you looking at increasing sanctions on Russia right now? We're looking at a whole number of options. That's all I'll say right now. Is there anything you can do to get ammunition to the Ukrainians without a supplemental from Congress? No, but it's about time they step up, don't you think? Instead of going on a two-week vacation. Two weeks! They're walking away. Okay. <laughs> Guess where he's at right now? Delaware. Yeah, okay. <laughs> two weeks! What are they thinking? My God, this is bizarre. And it's just reinforcing all the concern and, and, and almost, I won't say panic, but real concern about the United States being a reliable ally. This is outrageous. Are you more confident now that you'll get the Ukraine aid given what's happened today? Well, I hope to God it helps. But I mean, the idea we need anything more to get the Ukraine aid. I mean, I mean, this is in light of a former president's statement that saying Russia, if, if they haven't paid their dues to us, go get them. Come on. What are these guys doing? What are they doing? 
What are you doing? Concerned are you about the anti-satellite capability that Russia? Okay, that's that's all I'm gonna go because he. So here, here's the thing. Hmm? Have you ever heard of uh, Gonzalo Lira? Uh huh. <clears throat> He's an American journalist. Uh -huh. who was reporting on Ukraine in Ukraine. Right. And had anti-Zelensky, anti-government reporting or whatever. Right. right. Uh -huh. um, he was jailed right. in, in okay, Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Tortured and died in a Ukrainian prison. An American. Yeah. Where's the outrage? Well, you know, because Joe's Ukrainian by uh, proxy or whatever. Because of Burisma. Yeah. Um, so it's all feigned outrage. This, this is all a ploy, just like that Jack, was it Murphy, Congressman Murphy, whatever, Intelligence Committee? Uh -huh. Oh, we got a severe threat. We need a, you know, for Russia, there's a threat. Mm -hmm. Immediate national security threat. Right. And there really wasn't. It's all a ploy to get this Ukraine bill passed. Right. Yeah. Everything's and, a, and now that Congress is looking at uh, doing something to that guy for... Yeah. It, it's... Yeah. I'm sorry... Um, one, I'm tired of funding a war. But they all want this money passed because I guarantee you there's something in it for them. Well, there the, has to be. Well, yeah. I mean, it, everybody knows it's a money money laundering yeah. fucking state. It's they they want it passed because there's something in there that states that if Trump becomes president or whoever comes becomes president in the next election. Mm -hmm. If they go and say, okay, we're no longer funding it, they can be impeached. Yeah, yeah. There's a little clause in there. Well, take it out. I mean, that's not going to pass. Well, see, the House the house is doing their due diligence. Mm -hmm. It's not even going to get a vote. Well, right? yeah, well, Mitch McConnell's doing his due diligence, too, because his due diligence is a, is a fuck over the American people. So Him and, him and what's his name? Schumer? Schumer, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's just, it, it's... This speech is so disingenuous because this is exactly what they're doing to Trump. Right. So, you know. Right. And it's it's the Jack Smith, uh, the archive documents. I mean, all these people. No one's above the law. No one's above the law. Unless you're a semenile old man who will come across mm -hmm. as, as very forgetful. Yeah. You know, oh, mm -hmm. then, then, then you don't have to worry about going to prison um, or being charged or, you know, if, if there's no reasonable prosecutor for Hillary Clinton... There is a class of people above the law in this country, and it's Democrats. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's, it's the deep state. Yeah. Um, they're gonna, yeah, and it's, they're going to go against their political enemies, and it's, um, there's all kinds of reports coming out that the CIA and the Obama administration are the ones who started all this shit. Actually, there's a letter, here it is, from... The uh, top secret UK eyes only. So United Kingdom mm -hmm. in 2016, 17 November, write this letter that on 25 August 2016, CGCHQ filled for per permission. It's kind of a blurry thing to execute Project Folsom. At the request of the U.S. president seeking intelligence gathering into the Trump organization. U.S. National Security Age Advisor Rice, Susan Rice, has requested that we continue our surveillance during the transition period as internal U.S. intelligence is potentially compromised by the incoming Trump administration. Yep. So... 
all this, well, we didn't know Russian dossier, Russian collusion. No, no, no. This was President Obama directly and Susan Rice directly asking foreign intelligence agencies to spy on Trump and his his organization and his transition team. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks, CIA. You, you just proved yourself to be part of the deep state and corrupt. And it's, you know. Not really sure, but I thought I saw something where um, Fitton said that there was um, documents where CIA was talking about how they could oust Trump. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, so the first impeachment with uh, uh, Vindman, the Colonel Vindman, mm -hmm. about the Ukraine money. Mm -hmm. You know who started that? The, yeah. That was a guy named Eric Sharmella. Uh, I think it's Sharmella, however you say it. He was a CIA guy at the White House who didn't like Trump. So he worked with Vindman to be the to whistleblower. Do, yeah. I think Sharmella was the whistleblower to Vindman. But it, it, it leads back to the CIA. Mm-hmm. So... What do you think, Jack? Mr. Quiet over there? No, I'm, I'm looking... I've, I've, I was looking for this clip, and I thought I saved it, but apparently I didn't. What's it about? About East Palestine, because I wanted to go there, because that speech was right before he took off for East, East Palestine. Palestine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one year later. Too little, too late. Yeah, 378 days later. But I was looking for a clip where he was talking to somebody, and he goes that we had... We had our our people on on the ground here within hours or something of of this happening. Uh -huh. It's like you fucking liar. No, you didn't. No, when did Mayor Pete? Mayor Pete wasn't didn't even show up until Trump said he was going to show up. So so what what what's he fucking talking about? I hope they gave him some water from the from the stream there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he wouldn't have drank it. The Secret Service wouldn't let him. Yeah, and then there, there's another clip where he's standing there, the mayor's talking, and and he's like like checking all the pockets in his coat. <laughs> and he doesn't find anything, then he just goes back to the <laughs> looking for a cue card or, uh, or a fucking butterscotch. Hey, where's my butterscotch? <laughs> I got some mint somewhere. <laughs> but, I got it. I got it. I got an itch. So yeah, that's uh, it, it, he's he's a puppet. This this administration. I'm just so tired of everything. He has no argument except Trump. Trump did this. Trump bad man. Trump mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Trump's not the president. You've been president for three fucking years already. Right. And Trump is living in your head, rent free. Yep. Well, so so here's the people of Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio. Waiting for Joe Biden to fucking show up. Well, that that one, that's not the video. Here, this this is the video. Out here in East Palestine, this is uh, Joe Biden finally showing up more than a year later. And that's the message. Real simple. Too little, too late. Joe, too little, too late. Oh. All right, Mike, why is everyone out here? This is Trump country here. This is nothing but a political stunt. 
Mike Rooley says he's going to be our next congressman. This town needs 250, 300 million dollars. Our slogan is "Too little, too late, Mr. Biden." Yeah, this real town, simple. Yeah, you don't see any support in this town for Mr. Biden. Yeah. You say Mr. Biden. Yeah, Mr. Biden. That's it. Mr. Biden. Yeah. That's a lot more respect than I God bless you guys. God bless yeah. you too as well. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see Let you. me see those ones. Hold them up. Don't sniff me. There you go. <laughs> resident, not president. Don't sniff me, Joe. Don't sniff me, Joe. I love it. Latinos for Trump. Puerto Rican. I love it. God bless you. Yeah, that's, that's East Palestine, USA, baby. USA, that's the whole damn town, if you ask me. I think it is. USA, but but I really wish they would have showed Joe going through that gauntlet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, dude. If it'd be if, take all the fucking willpower I have not to throw something at his fucking <laughs> car. Car, <laughs> seriously. Some tomatoes. Something. I mean, seriously, he's such a tool. He's such a fucking waste yeah yeah so yeah, like you mentioned he's at delaware this weekend he's bitching about congress telling him you need to come back immediately and do your job well, yeah. dude you're you're like on your i don't know how many vacation he well, had well yeah how many days of vacation have, has he been on you know but, as a go- yeah, former so former government employee i only got 30 days paid i accrued 30 days paid a year right dude that's more than i get yeah but, but so you start at zero start well no you start at well you your first day, you have zero, but you started crewing right away. But you, you started, started crewing. crewing, unless of course you work for the place Lindy works for. Then just everybody just gets whatever. <laughs> no, so you have to. I have to accrue it two uh-huh. and a half days a month, uh-huh. right? So I get thirty days a year, uh-huh. um, and you can bank. I think up to seventy days, right? Oh, okay, I can bank up to three fifty, and that's where I'm at right now. Right now, I'm at the point where I'm having to figure out how I'm going to fucking burn up a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> vacation. <laughs> vacation. Yeah. But but still okay. So let's let's look at that comparison. Now they say, well, he's never really on vacation. Oh, and why is that? Because there's no place to go during COVID. So yeah. I have, so I had a bunch of fucking vacation time saved up. So this guy, yeah, he's always on vacation, and he's always working. The hell he is. Yeah, the hell. You know the hell. He spent over forty percent, forty percent of his time in office mm-hmm. on vacation. Yeah, it's a Monday through Friday job for him. Every weekend he's gone. So, okay, here, here's, here's like Mike said, here he is talking from his Delaware house. The idea that we're going to let NATO begin to split is totally against the interests of the United States of America, and it is against our word we've given so, since Trump, since all the way back to Eisenhower. So it's about time we make sure that Congress come home and pass the legislation funding NATO. It's- okay, no, but... The, it's not a NATO funding bill. Yeah. It's Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. Right. Yeah. So right there is another fucking lie. Yeah. Okay. Our commitment to NATO is one thing. We're paying our bills to NATO. Mm-hmm. This funding bill that he wants Congress to come back is a funding bill for Ukraine. Yeah. Like he said, he, like the way he said, come back home to. Uh, yeah. They are home. They're they're back rep to the people in, they in represent. In their districts. The fucking morons. Jesus Christ. Joe's an idiot. So He is an idiot, dude. And we're stuck So you, you were talking earlier about um, how Biden's whole thing is just ripping on Trump, right? Right. Listen, listen to this guy right here. It's kind of funny you said that because I have this. 
I got a question. Maybe it's just me, or maybe it's just another conspiracy, or maybe I'm just talking out the side of my neck. But I got a question. Why is it that every speech I hear Donald Trump speak, he's talking about America and the things he's going to do and how he's going to stop centralized banking and how he's going to hold everybody accountable for what he's doing, what they're doing. But every time I hear any Democrat or leftist or rhino speak, it's about how to stop Donald Trump. So what I'm not understanding is when it comes to elections and now that it's elections, y'all Democrats, leftists, rhinos, y'all spending all y'all time talking about how Trump saying he going to be a dictator. Just anything to make Trump look bad. Y'all spending all y'all energy on making Trump look bad. And Trump spending all his energy on talking about what he's going to do for the people and make America great again. If I was an indecisive person, y'all will make me vote for him because you spend the majority of your campaign talking about all the bad shit he is and he going to do. And he's spending most of his campaign talking about all the good thing he going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it goes on like that for... A while um he the guy just keeps talking you know he keeps bringing up points that, that they're not there's they they have no platform that they're running on Other their platform trump is, bad yeah is trump bad and and trump's going to fucking stop you know it would be everything. It, it would be nice mm-hmm. if trump gets in and can do even a quarter of what he says he's going to do Oh, I know. You yeah. know, but what well, are the priorities? We're going to need a, a Republican Senate and Republican House. Yeah, but when, with Mitch McConnell in charge, you know, you, you got enough of these rhinos up there. It, it, it's, and then, of course, Republicans shoot themselves in the foot every fucking time, like expelling that George Santos, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The election to replace him, uh-huh. the Democrat won. Yeah, I know. But, but here's what's even funnier. Mm-hmm. The girl that was running as a Republican uh-huh. was registered Democrat, so she was a Democrat too in my book. Yeah, and Ronald McDaniel was endorsing her. The you know the GOP. Yeah, it's yeah. just like you people are idiots. Mm-hmm. You took a, a thin lead, and of course some of these people are leaving because McCarthy's left, and he's taken other Republicans with him. Right. So that's why the impeachment vote last week for Mayorka. So we talked about that one. Slid by. Barely slid by. They had they did the vote the night of the special election in New York because mm-hmm. if if they had a uh, uh, with those three Republicans who were voting no, mm-hmm. if they had waited one more day, that guy wins the election, they get sworn in the next day, mm-hmm. they would have lost that vote. Right. And and because <clears throat> no one does their goddamn job. That's the whole point. This is all, it's, everything's political. Nothing's about what's best for the American people. Right, because there are Democrats, mm-hmm. congressmen in mm-hmm. South Texas who are bitching about the border issue. Mm-hmm. Well, Kristen Sinema's bitching about it, but... But she's, well, she's Senate. But right, yeah, she's, but still. But she, her and Mark Kelly both bitch about it, but mm-hmm. they're, they're coming up with this bill that's fucking horrible. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible. It's not... That nothing in that bill would have done anything other than mm-hmm. solidify and legalize illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all they That's what they want. I'm going to play you right now this Tucker Carlson short. It's really not that short, but it makes a lot of sense as to 
what's going on right now. Okay. Okay. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. Who lives here determines what the country's like. This country is changing faster than you may understand. Americans are being replaced. That's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. In August of 2023, illegal immigration outpaced American births, a brand new population. Last year alone, over three million people came here illegally just over our southern border. The media won't tell you it's happening, but if you look around, you can see it, and you can see it most clearly in our cities, which are collapsing. We elect people to protect us. That's what politicians are paid to do. But they've done the opposite. They've sold us out, and they've crushed what our ancestors built. Take a look at our cities. They're hellish, and immigration is the reason. The city of Chicago was in tough shape even before Joe Biden opened the border. Now, parts of it are basically uninhabitable. Even the socialist mayor of Chicago says the city is breaking under the strain. Without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. The Illinois Chicago's politicians may complain about illegal immigration in public, but in private, they're paying for it with your money. They're spending more on illegal aliens than on their own citizens. They're doing this secretly. They're hiding it from the public. Our team uncovered a shadow terminal, for example, inside Chicago O'Hare Airport. Hundreds of migrants were being hidden there secretly. Our team pulled up with cameras rolling. And at first, we didn't see much. The city erected a black tarp to hide what was going on. The motive was simple. They didn't want us to see it. And a third-party security group paid for with your tax dollars told us that was prohibited. We weren't allowed to see. What are you doing? I want to look inside. For what? For what? They weren't local or federal law enforcement, so we ignored them. They had no authority. They were rent-a-cops. Inside, our team found more than 100 beds on the floor. The smell was overpowering, repulsive. It was filthy. But it's not just airport terminals that have been given over to people who've come here illegally from the poorest countries in the world, without permission, criminally, and yet being supported in every detail of their lives by taxpayers. No, even police stations in Chicago have been turned into refugee camps. This is new video never seen before of what's actually happening inside Chicago's police stations. Keep in mind, the people who work in those police stations are paid to protect you, but that's not what they're doing. They're running refugee camps for illegal aliens. As our cameramen approached the Chicago police precinct in the city's downtown to see what was happening inside, you see people come out, illegal aliens, shooting in the middle finger and yelling. They didn't hide their hostility. Many other illegals have been pushed into poorer, predominantly black neighborhoods on the south side. We went there. 
We spoke to someone who has lived on the south side of Chicago virtually his entire life. He's enraged by how the city has fallen apart under its sanctuary city policy. Andre Smith, CEO of Chicago Against Violence. I don't know the count, but I know that the readiness, the language of sanctuary city, state, and county should have had a plan, but it led to a massive destruction. I have seen almost the worst of the worst in Chicago, but seeing this migrant crisis was the most devastating thing that I ever seen. You live in America, the place you grew up, the place you'd like to see your children grow up in much the way that you did. But that won't be possible because of the single greatest sellout in our history. Hundreds of years of America eliminated by an invasion that our leaders made possible. You should know that. Okay, I agree with everything except for I hate it when he calls them our leaders. Because <laughs> they're not. They're, not. They're, they're, they're fucktards. They're fucktards with a suit. So, <clears throat> all these sanctuary cities mm-hmm. thought it was cool to be a sanctuary city when it was really just affecting red states on the border, right? Yeah, Texas, yeah, Arizona. It was, it was all a ploy. It was. Yeah. So now that they're calling their bluff and Abbott, you know, Governor Abbott, by sending all these people to all these different places, you know, Chicago, Denver, New York, D.C., and they're all at their breaking points now. Because yeah. their own sanctuary laws that they created to um, virtue, virtue signal, mm-hmm. now biting them in the ass. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, we actually have to deal with this. Yeah. And the residents are now seeing, you know, yeah. I really don't feel bad for residents of Chicago. You voted for this. Yeah, you, well, yeah, now they're going, we're going we're gonna to turn Chicago red. Um, but yeah, they voted to, they voted these people in and... Uh, and that's an you know it, it's like that's another reason I think Trump is going to win in a landslide. And some of these places they never thought he would win, he's mm-hmm. going to win. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have to cheat their ways out of this so fucking no, bad. There's no way they can cheat that much. I mean, the the fact the amount Chuck. that they cheat, I know the amount that they cheated the last time. There's no if anybody with half a brain that sees that little spike. Yeah, the sees the stop the first time ever they stopped counting. And they came up with fucking stupid-ass reasons to stop counting. And now, they tell you in advance, well, the the, the election's going to take, you know, weeks. Up to weeks to fucking count everybody. <laughs> it's going to take weeks for you to figure out how to fucking cheat that much exactly. and get the votes. Yeah. I mean, your 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 vote count's going to have to exceed the population. I mean, yeah, they, they fucking tell you they're going to cheat without telling you they're cheating. Right. Yeah. And then they want to give all these illegals rights to vote. Uh-huh. Because, this, like I said, that's linked to motor voter, like in California and, and here. Yeah. Even here in Arizona, you if you get a driver's license, which now you can get a license as an illegal, apparently, right? Can you? I think the, so. There should be a fucking thing, an endorsement on there or something that classifies this so they can't fucking vote. But... They they can't, and then when you get your motor, when you get your license, it automatically registers you, or there's an option to automatically register. Dude, yeah, it's uh, there was that law. I think it had to do with like ten SB ten seventy a long time ago, mm-hmm. where they tried to prohibit all this stuff, and they sued, and the government, the courts are like, oh no, you can't do that. You got to give them a license. 
oh, that's fucking bullshit. You know, it's like all these dreamers that get driver's licenses. You know, they're illegals. Yeah. Even though they they were brought here as children. Yeah. They're still here illegally and don't have a status. But right. yet they get driver's licenses. They get to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them, I bet you money, a lot of them vote. Probably, especially with mail-in ballots. I mean, the, you, you can't, how do you stop it? Because sh- all they do is check your fucking signature. Well, apparently not, but uh, so against the, your signature on your driver's license. The, the shooter at that church in Houston last week, the one you haven't really heard about. Uh-huh. Have you heard about that shooting? No. You know, the Joel Olstein's church? Yeah. Right? There was a shooting at his church. Right, and it was stopped by a, a guy with a gun. Right. right. Yeah. But it was a transgender shooter mm-hmm. who was using, came in with a five-year-old boy using him as a human shield, basically. He, he she, it, whatever, got yeah. shot. Yeah. A legal immigrant mm-hmm. from El Salvador... Who had a, who bought a gun mm-hmm. legally apparently, but not really illegally, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, but had also has a voting record. Mm-hmm. Nice. And on the previous uh, booking photos, mm-hmm. have have them listed as white. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you heard about the the dudes that beat up the cops in fucking uh, New York, right? Mm-hmm. They're all members of an Argentinian gang. Val- Valenzuelan. Or Venezuelan or Venezuelan gang, yeah. Yeah. And the Venezuelan gang in New York now is yeah. linking up with MS thirteen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so New York they're screwed. There was a uh my wife told me and I saw a video uh-huh. there somebody interviewed I think from Fox News, some family uh-huh. out in New York and they're like, How long have you been here? Seven months. And you're living in this hotel, yeah. Have you? They charge you rent? No, not a penny. I haven't paid a penny. Yeah. We get three meals a day, and yeah, and they're bitching about the food sucks and all this other stuff. Yeah, but they haven't paid shit for seven fucking months. Yeah. How would you like to live rent free for and get and get all your meals provided? Right. I would love that. Right. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, while we're talking about shooters, you guys heard about the Super Bowl shooting, right? Yeah. So you saw this guy that got tackled by the yeah. fucking crowd. Here, let me give you a close-up view. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking E.T. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. That's funny, though. (laughs) Yeah, so that disappeared from the news pretty damn quick, too. Yeah, as soon as they found out it was two black kids. Yeah. Yeah, and right away... ESPN and everybody's going through. Oh, it's MAGA! It's MAGA! No, well, they you know start calling for fucking uh, gun things. This guy, this guy's blaming it on people who don't like fucking Taylor Swift. Listen. So a fucking mass shooting literally just happened at the Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. Thank you, fucking Fox News. I wonder which fucking side of people got their whole base whipped up into a frenzy because they were mad about Taylor Swift. I have no idea who these people were that shot this thing up, but I can take a fucking wild guess. This is such fucking bullshit. This is why we need to vote these fucking MAGA people out of our fucking country. Right. This is bullshit. It shows that there's at least one dead. Eight to ten people shot. And this is not over football. This was over politics. I fucking guarantee it. Fuck MAGA and fuck you idiots who support Donald Trump.
I almost want to go to his page now and say, how did this age? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Well, who is this? I don't know who it is. Uh, Libs of TikTok put it up there. Yeah. Oh, there. TikTok. Uh, welcome to... I don't know. But yeah, I guarantee you that his page probably got blown up. Like, hey, you yeah. just, you know. Yeah. What a fucking turd. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Dude. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? You, you went off. You went off. But see, there were so many people on the internet that immediately, immediately mm-hmm. blamed it on MAGA Republicans and this and that. And, you know, oh, yeah, it turns out it was two black kids shooting at each other. Yeah. They didn't care who was in between. No. And it, it, it killed the lady from the Mexican radio, radio station. Radio station, yeah. yeah. And then it, it wounded 22, including like 11 kids. Yeah. You know, and here's the deal, though. You, the statistics on black on black crime. Uh-huh. That's why it disappeared fucking right. quickly. Like, whoop, okay, talk about that. And, these, and these guys are both minors, so the guns they had were illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're not going to bring that up. I know. Yeah. The, did you ever hear the video of the shooting? How many rounds were, like, uh-uh. were popping off really quick? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, I don't know if I can find it. It's now. It's, I don't think I saved it, but it's crazy. And, on. Uh, it's just so rapid fire and random. You know they're just like running and spraying and yeah. Even... Well, that's like most fucking gangbangers. They don't fucking aim it. That's why every time they kill somebody, it's a bystander because they don't fucking take time to aim. They don't. They're too busy running while they shoot because they're big pussies. Yeah. You understand me? Pussies. Let me say that again. Pussies. Gangbangers yeah. are pussies. Yeah, it was a. Uh... It was like, it was like so rapid fire. Uh, um, but yeah, and neither of them got scratched. So it's like everyone else around them. Mm-hmm. There's one guy saying that he, the one guy he tackled, he had him down. He's just fucking tumbling. Coming in the ribs. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It felt good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you can see him on the video doing it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, Paul, that... Paul Contreras is his name. Uh-huh. He's one that did the tackling. And uh, I think. Honestly, I think uh-huh. he's from Nebraska, but uh, I honestly think the Chiefs give him like lifetime season tickets. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah. I mean, homie, homie's tackled one of the shooters, uh-huh. put himself at risk. There's mm-hmm. another guy that helped him, right? You know, mm-hmm. not a lot of people do that shit. They pull out their cameras and try to record. This guy actually tackled him. If it wasn't for him, that guy probably would have got away. Yeah, he put a couple more people would have got because I think when he tackled him, his gun went flying. Yeah, it did. So, um, I think the Chiefs should give him tickets. And, um, it's funny, though, because I saw a thing. You know, Mahomes went to the hospital to visit the kids. That's uh-huh. an awesome, good good gesture. Good, uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, but Travis then, Kelsey stayed behind and smoked pot in Las Vegas. <laughs> with Taylor Swift. With Taylor Swift. <laughs> he wasn't at the party? What? He was there. No, he was there. Um, but the uh, there, there's like a, a fundraiser now for the kids and... It's like between the Hunt family, Patrick Mahomes, and this and the Chiefs organization, they've raised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like, dude, you motherfucker, that's chump change for all of you. The Hunt family, they make that in a fucking day. Right. You know that. So I mean that fund should be a lot higher. Yeah. Just from a couple people. Right. You know, these are the fans who've been pouring money into your your organization it's, for it's, years. It's the NFL. Man. It, seriously. I I mean I'm almost done with the NFL. I'm almost, I'm getting done with professional. I'm already done with Major League Baseball things too, the fucking Georgia thing. 
and and pulling the All Star game on Georgia, yeah, for a fucking made up fucking bullshit, and and the fucking Arizona Diamondbacks can't fucking stand up to Major League Baseball and say they were wrong. <laughs> you know, no, no baseball team will stand up against their leaders and say you're wrong. Right. You were wrong, and that's all. It's just like Bud Light. All we're asking for Anheuser Bush to say, "Hey, we were wrong. We apologize to you, the American people, and we apologize to women, actual women, yeah, everywhere, real women." Yeah, that's all you have to fucking do, and you guys can't fucking do it. Right. Well, I won't tell you that I uh, I got free tickets to a Diamondback game for spring training. So, uh, did <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go watch college baseball. I'll go watch ASU. They sell beer there. They do now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, they're all at Phoenix Muni now, right? Yeah. But I don't care. I'll go watch college baseball. You know? It's not political. Until the professors make it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, until until Crow gets involved. Yeah. Somehow. Some way. Some form. Okay. We're going to take a break because we got a refill. We'll take a pause for the cause. We'll be right back. And we're back. See, so you didn't even miss us. So, uh, what were, what were you talking about right before we broke? You know, I, don't I don't remember. But, anyway. We're going to change so, subjects. So, we're going we're gonna to go to uh, uh, Trump verdict. So, this week in New York, Letitia, the fucking Letitia James fucking fake trial of the century. Yeah. Um, you see her speech, how solemn it was. This. No, this this I, is a solemn I, day in a minute. But then no. she's celebrating on Twitter. How y'all feeling today? Yeah, no, I didn't watch anything after I watched the fucking judge. Dude, that ang- I just wanna who is this clown? Here, look at this this is after the verdict was announced. Look at his face. I'm gonna make this big too. So everybody, you, uh, so everybody can see it. Look at this. Or they will be thrilled. And that's the problem. Is that you know you have James now being shown in the background? You've got oh, this Trump is where the trial the began. And it fulfills yeah. the narrative on both sides. Trump is likely right. Okay, that was care. that was when it began. I don't care. But here's the thing: so that began after Judge Engeron had already found Trump guilty. Right. So the, there was no jury. There was no trial. There's no presentation of evidence. He found Trump guilty. That trial was for the penalty phase to determine... And what Trump was not allowed to defend himself. He tried, and he kept getting shut down mm-hmm. and shut down. Uh-huh. And it's like... That's why Trump uh, and, and Garan's uh, aide there, who sat right next to him on the bench... Mm-hmm. I've never seen an aide sit right on the bench with you. Right. right? Yeah. Who had close ties to Chuck Schumer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's all a scam. Right. Okay, so let, let's talk about the penalty. You have, we have what he was charged. What he was. He, he had to. Pay, he has to pay three hundred fifty-four million dollars to the, right? to the state of New York for what? For what? Yeah. Um, but there's Don, another hundred million. Don, what? Yeah, there's another hundred million of penalties or something. Don Junior has to pay four million. Eric has to pay four million. They're all barred from being on uh, boards and a New York business for like three years. Yeah, another guy has to pay a million dollars. What's the, what I didn't hear anything about this extra hundred million. Yeah. Well, so when you when you hear Letitia James's speech, it's like four hundred and some odd million, three hundred and sixty four and penalties and a hundred million in this or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to accrue interest every day that he doesn't pay. 
He's not going to pay it because no, he's, he's going to appeal it. Right. Yeah. This, but, and this guy, this Engron guy, apparently, he like he gets overturned in the appeals court like all the, all the fucking time. Right. time. So here's the th- So how is he even a fucking judge? Right. That's what I want to fucking know because he obviously doesn't know fucking law. Right. So here's the thing, though. There, yeah. this, it's going to get overturned. If it doesn't by the appeals court, uh-huh. there's a bigger problem. Um, this is a civil case. There's mm-hmm. no criminality. Right. This charge has never been used in the way it's been used. Uh-huh. Right. Right. They get, there was. They say they he overinflated, but Judge Engron underinflated or underestimated Mar-a-Lago at eighteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. There's a. Uh, this sits on twenty-two acres, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a two-acre lot. Mm-hmm. With a beachfront view. This has beachfront and inland ocean mm-hmm. from Mar a Lago. Yeah. The vacant lot, no structure, was is on like off for sale for two hundred million. Right. And they're saying Mar a Lago is worth only eighteen million. Right. With a beachfront, oceanfront, and inland mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Uh, structure, a, a resort with fifty four rooms, forty eight bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me. So. That judge is doing yeah. exactly what. Yeah, what, what are they going off the, the the price that you the the. You know how like if you look at your assessor's stuff, yeah. your house is like way lower than like what you could sell it for. Yeah, is that what they're looking at? I don't know. I don't know how he came up with it, but but Trump even presented the trial even with the bank that he got the loans from. He, mm-hmm. he has a contract, and there's a clause that says, don't take my valuation. You do. Well, you have a that, fi- that's how this stuff works. That's how it always works. Everywhere. Right. I'll bank, you can say, okay, I'm going to put up this as collateral. I want to borrow this much money. I'm going to put this up as collateral. This is worth this much money. Then the bank will take that number and, and do its own evaluation. evaluation. And then they're going to say, no, we're, we think it's worth this. We'll, we'll, we'll guarantee you for this amount. Yeah. And you're like, okay, thanks. Yeah. But, but. All the loans were paid back. Yeah, all the all the insurance companies got their their premiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, their the interest was paid on the loans. Right. Yeah, no one lost money. The banks made money. Right. Um, yeah. According who, to the, according so, to, who's the victim? According to this anger on guy, everybody's breaking the law. So, um, so yeah. I want to buy his house for ten thousand dollars. Judge Engeron? Yeah. Yeah, because that's all I think it's worth. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you want to sell it for how much? How many hundreds of thousands of dollars? No, no, no. You're overestimating the value of your house, you fucking moron. So New York's no. Democrat governor just assured all real estate developers in New York that they won't be targeted for real estate valuations like Trump. She just admitted it was purely partisan pro- political prosecution. She admitted that? Bas- well, by saying that, oh, we're not going to come after you like Trump. Well, because, yeah, because everybody, they, everybody's going to pull their businesses out of fucking New York. Because they, they all do the... He did the same thing that any real estate developer does. They all do mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. So if he can get charged, convicted, and get this huge fine, mm-hmm. as long as you vote for the right the right way and follow mm-hmm. the right politics, mm-hmm. you're not going to get charged. But they've just proven that if you go against what they want politically, mm-hmm. they're going to come after you. And yeah. they're, they're going to use this lawfare to go... Which with, goes back to our first part of the show. With, with, with Trump and the... I mean, with, with Biden and the way... Yeah, the, yeah. So, yeah, th- I'm sure... Because the next thing we got to talk about is Atlanta. But let's finish this one first. Yeah, yeah of course we're going to talk about Atlanta. <laughs> because this Fanny is... Wills. Th- this is all the, the, the weaponization of the government against oh, a single person. Wow. 
and to keep him from being president. Right, because yeah. he he's going to go after the deep state. Right, and we're going to play. I'm going to play you a little clip of what the this lady she nails what the deep state is do on the fucking head. Yeah, I, I saw this one earlier. Yeah. So I was like, but. yeah, but yeah. So so, but you know the thing is, this is waking people up. This this verdict uh-huh. is waking people up. Not the verdict, the uh, the penalty, the fines, the fines, because there's like. You know, everyone's seen what this is, and every time they do something like this, mm-hmm. I think Judge Ingeron, mm-hmm. he he just sealed the deal. He just elected President Trump, yeah, as a forty seventh yeah, president. Yeah, he's a fucking moron. Dude, first of all, you know the dude got picked on in school growing up, like all the fucking time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he's a judge, and I'm gonna get back at fucking everybody. Home under. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so. Have you heard about the truckers now that want to refuse? I was gonna. I was gonna go to that now. So because of this verdict, um, truckers are starting to um, talk about starting Monday refusing uh, to deliveries to New York City. So here, listen to the. This is a guy named Chicago Ray. Chicago Ray, I think. Hey folks, your old pal Chicago Ray. Uh, I've been on the radio talking talking to drivers for about the last hour, hour 15 minutes. And uh, I'm talking to at least 10 drivers going the other way. I'm heading down from South Wisconsin. And uh, they're going to start refusing loads in New York City starting on Monday. Alright? Uh... I got about three drivers that I drive with. They already vibrated the boss and told them they ain't going to New York City. So I, I don't know uh, how far across the country this is or how many truckers are going to start denying loads to go going to New York City. But <laughs> I'll tell you what, you fuck around and find out. <laughs> okay, we're tired of you motherfucking leftists fucking with Trump. Okay, you know motherfuckers are starting to get tired of this shit, and and you know our bosses ain't gonna care if we deny the loads. We'll just go somewhere else. All right, you know how fucking hard it is to get into New York City with one of these motherfuckers. Man, fuck that. All right. I'll tell you, I, 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 I don't wish nothing on nobody, but by what I'm hearing, this is real. This, you know, we'll see. Ten truckers is not but, real. <laughs> if, if it's a hundred you know, truckers. Leave Trump the fuck alone. Yeah. yeah. Thousand. With the bullshit. Wait, just wait. All right. You know, he ain't, you know you ain't got shit on Trump, so cut the bullshit. He's going to win this motherfucker on appeal, but it's still, you know, it's bullshit. It's election interference. So, we'll see what happens. I ain't, you know, I hate to say it, man, but motherfucking truckers are, uh, truckers are for Trump, man. I mean, we're like 95, 96% out here. All Trump. Ain't no motherfuckers for Biden. 
<laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'll let you know what else I hear by you know by the time Monday rolls around. But Chicago Ray checking in. So my question. down the road. I hope there's. I really hope there's a lot of truckers that refuse. Well, okay, so here, listen to this guy. This is a guy by the name of uh, the real trucker Jake. Okay. Listen to him. Good morning, Patriots. This is Trucker Jake. There's talk of a trucker boycott of the city of New York to protest the persecution of President Trump. Now, liberals seem to think that this is a pretty funny idea. Let me tell you a quick story. A couple years ago, a Colorado's trucker was involved in a terrible accident, loss of life. It was tragic. The Colorado judge sentenced that trucker to 110 years in prison. Now you decide for yourself whether or not he deserved that prison sentence, but when truck drivers from around America heard about that sentence, they organized a boycott against the state of Colorado. And within a month, they brought the state of Colorado to its knees. That judge resentenced that trucker from 110 years to 10 years in prison. The point is, MAGA patriots make this country run. Liberals, they make our coffee. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAGA America. God bless our truckers. Y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You, Republicans build this country. They put this country on their fucking backs. Liberals make fucking so, coffee. <clears throat> and then bitch about it. So if, if they're uh, overworked, a couple of things. So one, if the there, there's a quite a few industries, if the truckers actually band together, uh-huh. it'll be food, groceries, gasoline, uh, heating oil, uh, the clothing for the stores, goods, yeah. but also New York's movie industry. Do you know how many semis it takes to move equipment around to make a movie? If if the if the truck drivers stop moving equipment for the, that industry, uh-huh. oh my god. Um, because that's so that's such a revenue generator for the city of New York, right? In see, itself. see, and if I was a movie guy, I'd pull my shit out of New York. No, nope, we're not gonna fucking film here anymore. Well, if you're a producer, mm-hmm. have the money to do that. If you're just one of the employees, you can't afford that. You, I mean, what do no, you? No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, everybody needs to pull their businesses out of fucking well, New York. Th- this this ruling just proved that mm-hmm. they will come after you if you, they don't like you. Mm-hmm. And they will find a bullshit charge, right. which just is supposed to be blind. But Letitia right. James ran on, I'm going to get Trump. Right. Yeah, that was her whole fucking platform. Platform. Um, so everything that she's done, I mean, any court of law should be like, throw this fucking thing out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You ran on singling a single person. You had a person, mm-hmm. and you you dug and you searched for a crime. Right. That is not Lady Justice is blind. That's, you know, you're using the justice system to target yeah, and a then, political And then you fabricated a crime. Right. Yeah. My question is this. When he wins on appeal, right? Uh-huh. And I really believe he will. Because uh-huh. if anybody who looks at the face of this, it's like, he's going to have to win. Uh-huh. Um, they want him to pay this exorbitant amount to the state of New York. Right. Why, if he wins, why should the state of New York... And Letitia James not reimburse him for all of his legal fees. They should. They should. Yeah. Um, Go after her personally. I want to know, when are we going to start going after these fucking 
corrupt judges and everything. We need to. Yeah. I mean, it. I once again, um, I, I am not a lawyer, nor have I ever played one on TV. But, and he didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So. The the judges are supposed to interpret the yeah. laws. And the crimes, you know, as far, okay. First, 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 okay. Wait, wait a minute. Stop. Uh-huh. Stop. Time out. The term "interpret the law" just annoys the fuck out of me. Well, because the law is the law. It is written. It's okay, black well, and white. It's the Constitution is the first. Clear. The Constitution is the first document. Uh-huh. The laws that are created are supposed to be determined. The constitutionality is supposed to be determined by uh-huh. the judges, the uh-huh. judicial system, uh-huh. to make sure. Okay, this law is constitutional. This law is not. Right. So then they have these laws, and they create so many fucking laws, and I think we've said this before, that there are so many laws in the books that we don't even know exist, that we're probably breaking the law four, five, six times yeah, a day. Yeah, we're probably drinking on our podcast, we're probably breaking some fucking law. Yeah. Um, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, so... Everybody's a criminal based on these America. politicians who have nothing better to do than create more fucking laws. Right. You know, that's why when they say, oh, we're going to shut down the government. Good. Good. Yeah. You know, the first people need to be shut down is Congress. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody's going to fucking whine about it. The only people that's going to whine about the government being shut down is, is well, they're not, the government's not going to bitch about it because they still get paid. Right. Well, yeah. not all of them. If you're military or if you're certain people, you don't get paid. Yeah. But if you're. But if you're on welfare, you do. <laughs> But if you're a senator, you get, paid. you get paid. And no, and see, that's where that needs to get changed. Oh, so so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to change. That, okay, if there's a government shutdown here, essential services get paid. Right. Milita- well, military. Well, welfare. Well, okay. well, that's kind of essential. If, but, I mean. But, okay, so. Because there are people who actually need welfare. Okay, some, yeah. yeah. So federal law enforcement, military, some of these social service programs. Mm-hmm. The first people to get cut. DC establishment people. Exactly. So, so if you're if you're in the fucking the Congress, or if they're the president, right? Can't his fucking check away. Yeah. Senior administrative administrative positions of the Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. If you're with those people, mm-hmm. your money fucking stops. Yeah. But of course, they're they're already insider trading, so they're so rich, it's not even funny. Right. But but low level low level staffers, I think you need to fucking keep their their. But, t- Okay. You know, because it's not that they don't do anything. The, an admin who you know, you walk into a building and, and you're, what can I help you? And, and yeah, you're a general. Yeah, they need to get paid. I'm because right. I, you know, they're one of us. They're one of us, the people. I agree, um, but once again, I think big government, federal government, is overinflated, big bloated, too many positions, too many jobs. Yeah, there is too many positions. Um, but it's just. The Congress needs to be shut down first. Why? Because they're not creating new bullshit laws. They're not trying to spend our money. If they have enough money to send to foreign governments all over the world, that means they're taxing us too much. Okay, wait a minute. So, okay, yeah. If we have all the money to be sending to uh, Ukraine, to uh, Israel, to... Everywhere. Everywhere. Then you have all this money to pay for all these fucking illegals that you're bringing into the fucking country? To get deported. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> we're spending money to... Yeah, for them to survive, we're giving them fucking phones. Um, we're putting them up in hotels. We're feeding them. No, fuck you. Yeah. I, you guys are overtaxing me. Yeah, I, I'm paying way too fucking much money. And, that, and that's why that's why they're using all these different laws to go after Trump. 
because he's going to put a fucking stop to that. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, providing, providing we can take Congress, too. Yeah. You know, but I don't think... I don't know. Uh, wake up, people. Seriously. It's time for... If you know somebody who's a fucking lib, let's go slap them upside the fucking head right. and, and wake their fucking ass up. And if you're in a blue city that's being affected by all this, yeah. tell all your friends to vote red or down the line. Yeah. Vote Republican. Give yeah. the Republicans everything for four years. Yeah, and give see us what a happens. chance and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he, Biden had his fucking chance. He had he had a Democratic Senate, a Democratic House for the first two years of his presidency. Nothing got accomplished. Nope. Nothing. So. All he did was sign executive order after executive order. After That's all he does. Executive but, then, order. but then on the border, he says he doesn't have the authority to do executive orders. Yeah, bullshit. You fucking signed executive... You canceled executive orders that were written on the border. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so while we're talking about Trump, listen to Trump's speech. This is part of one. Okay. Part of, after, afterwards, because I, I love it. But I also knew we have a corrupt judge. He's not a respected man. And again, I said before, he's been overturned on this case by the appellate division four times already. It's a record. Nobody's ever been overturned on one case four times. And I think very importantly, and I think ultimately the most important, we've employed tens of thousands of people in New York, and we paid taxes like few other people have ever paid in New York. And they don't care about that. They, it's, a, it's a state that's going bust. It's a state that's going bust because everybody's leaving. Yep. And it's all headed up by Biden, who's destroying our country. So this is Russia. This is China. This is what you've been reading about all your lives. And it's happening right here in our country. Thank you very much. We will stop it. We will make America great again. You have my word. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a corrupt judge. He's a this little fucking turd. I want to, I want to, I wish I could dox him. I'd just put out his fucking address, <laughs> phone number, whatever. I mean, dude, I just want, I just want to slap that fucking grin off his fucking face. Yeah, dude, he he's fucking, he's just out there. You know, Elon Musk even. Given that there were no victims of losses, who's supposed to receive the money? The state of New York. Yeah, you know, so they can pay for these illegals, right? And make yeah. up make up for all the tax losses from all the other people who are moving out, leaving, going to Florida. Like yeah. Sean Hannity finally left New York. Do you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, he moved to Florida. Yeah, everybody's moving to Florida because you know why? No taxes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, they, they have a their sales tax and usage tax, but uh-huh. no income tax. They have no state income tax. Yeah, no state income tax. Yeah. Everything's generated by. Purchases or gas yeah. or you know yeah I I dude I remember a long time ago I was actually looking at moving down to Florida I was looking for work down there yeah because I could have bought a house like kind of about the size of this one for like ten grand what yeah I'm not fucking kidding you dude it was a first sale it was like a corner lot like you know double yard oh, yeah. and all this other shit and. And when I found out, I looked it up online how much it was. I I couldn't fucking believe my believe it because at the time homes here in the Phoenix area were were already up over a hundred thousand fucking dollars. But now you can't go down to Florida and find uh, you know you can't find anything here. You no. can't find anything in Texas. You can't find anything anywhere. Anywhere, here. anywhere. It's you have to make your family has to make 
$140,000 a year just to be able to qualify for the fucking loan for a fucking average, you know, your yeah. starter home, yeah. average starter home. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's it's ridiculous anymore. Yeah, it is. It's stupid. No. And so, so, yeah. I see you get the video queued up for yeah. the uh, deep state. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're, since we're talking about Judge Ingeron and... And... Letitia Jennings. Yeah, and, and everybody. Um, and and it's all about the deep state trying to stop Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. This lady, when I first saw this lady, I didn't think... I'm like, wow. Well, you're like lib. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I started... I'm like, eh, I don't want to listen to this. But then I listened to it, and I'm like, hey, fucking broad's right. So... Listen to this. I want to ask what the deep state is. to Well, the deep state is a bunch of people, elites, up in Washington, D.C., who think that they know better than we, the American people, on how to live our lives. This joke of a presidency, and that is exactly what it is. There has not been one policy that Biden or Harris that have put into place that has been successful in any regard. What is it that makes you say that 20 people are controlling? It's because I worked in the Pentagon after Trump left, and I can tell you, it's not what people think. It is absolutely a sham. There is no one actually leading this country, if you ask my opinion. From Secretary Austin and Mark Milley, they both should be up on treasonous charges after the Afghan debacle. That withdrawal was absolutely horrendous. What's been going on at the border is a human crisis. We have children dying on the border, and our president spends more time on the beach in Delaware. I want DJT back in office because he's the only one who's going to put the world back in order to... I want to ask what the deep state is. To- yeah. Well, the deep state is a bunch. I wish it would have went go, kept going, but there's yeah. some edits in there though. You can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the unedited clip, uh-huh. but what she has to say is right. Yeah, and and there it's the people who are leading the country. I guarantee you, Obama, Susan Rice, Jake mm-hmm. Sullivan. You know, it's like all the Jake Sullivan. Yeah, really. He he was the one behind the Russia collusion shit with the CIA. The national security guy, the tall, skinny, goofy guy. Yeah, he he worked for Hillary Clinton, dude. Right. He he's an Obama well, loyalist. Well, Hillary's in there somehow. Yeah, too. she is too. It, it, it it's this group of people up here, along with the heads of the CIA. You know, it's like when Trump declassified Crossfire Hurricane stuff. Mm-hmm. Gina Haspel, the head of the CIA, was arguing with trying to stop some of that shit from getting out. Right. You know, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, that well, that's why I remember when Trump was leaving office, we were like, declassify fucking everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. So, well, here's what's funny: the Russia collusion shit. Um, um, the Peter Stroke's boss, uh-huh. McDougal or whatever his name was, McDongle. Uh-huh. McDongle. <laughs> uh, um, Ex head of the counterintelligence, Peter Stroke's boss, uh-huh. who is also Stroke and McDongle. He's Stroke and McDongle. So. <laughs> So he was convicted yeah. for working with the Russians, right? Yeah. For colluding with the Russian oligarchs? Yeah. He just had an additional sentence of two more years for being scheming with the Albanian intelligence officials. So this is the guy who gave the go-ahead for the uh, counterintelligence investigation into Trump. Right. Senior intelligence people, right? hmm Who's now in prison. Yeah. And adding more charges. Where, where's Obama? What, I mean, what... Why is it we bringing him up? Because he was the president at the fucking time. Right. Well, well, yeah, now that they're going after Trump saying, hey, your actions as president, you can be charged for. Uh-huh. Where's, where are the charges on Obama for killing those fucking Americans in Yemen? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
where are the charges for on Obama for overseeing being the president during Operation Fast and Furious, where yeah. Border Patrol agent Brian Terry was killed? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We're we're throwing charges out. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's all fair in love and war and you know Obama. what though that so unless the Supreme Court says no, Trump had immunity as president, which will kill Jack Smith's uh, mm-hmm. whole fucking case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if Trump gets reelected. Obama better fucking move. Move. Go, yeah, go back to Kenya. <laughs> or some non-extradition country. <laughs> is, is Kenya an extradition country? I don't know. So, okay, so you wanted to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Lindy wanted to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Oh, she's a gold digger. Uh, this old broad right here. <laughs> Fanny Willis. <laughs> oh, she's a gold digger. Uh, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny. You done fucking fucked up, dude. Broad. Yeah. You know she said she's not on trial. No, you are on trial. At this point, you are. Yeah. Well, if you're but, not on a trial, then why are you in a witness fucking chair getting but, asked questions? But this judge used to work for her or with her. I, I heard that this judge used to work with her. He's like, you know, everyone's like, well, he's being kind of soft on her because they used to work together, or they, or he used to work for her or something. Dude, how did? You- I don't know how she ever had a job other than asking, do you want fries with that? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Is this the clip where she incriminates herself to a crime? Uh, I, don't <clears throat> I don't think so. No. I think I that one's where she was going ballistic and saying, oh, you're this is lying. A lie. That's a lie. Yeah. This is a lie. You, had, you heard? I, I thought I had it somewhere. <clears throat> where, where, you, where, where she, yeah, she commit. Admitted well, she to, admitted to taking money from her campaign and having it having the cash at home, and so she didn't know if it was mixed in or what. But she had over nine thousand dollars. Yeah, she she so. she took cash out of her, her campaign and kept it. Yeah. Oh, that's a crime. That's slightly illegal. Yeah. You know, someone said every uh, every election lawyer who saw that testimony cringed. Like, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have that one. I, I thought I saved it, but apparently I don't. You so, didn't. No. Did you? Did you said you were going through oh, stuff? Well, I couldn't find it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. I got it. Let's see. Let's see if this is it. Oh, yeah. That's it. Right there. I don't know. All my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house. And I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't cash come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. I've had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. When It's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you... <laughs> <laughs> I just have cash in my house. I don't you have cash <laughs> You kept some of the cash from that? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, I, I am smart. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but I think that's illegal. <laughs> I don't think, apparently she's not either. <laughs> well, she was asked if she knew that she had to... Re- report any relationships that she was having uh-huh. um, if she was aware that that was a requirement and she's like well no I I didn't know that 
But yeah, it's like, she well, wait a minute. How did you not know that when you're supposed to be in the position that you are? But here's what's funny. She campaigned for that position, right? Because the DA is an elected position. She criticized a previous DA for having a relationship, sexual relationship, with one of his subordinates you know, in his office. Mm-hmm. So she knew it was wrong. She campaigned on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, here, here, here's a couple more clips for from her. Let's just listen to him because... Do you have any from him? Yes. <laughs> One. Well, no, 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 look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So... My question was, do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to deal with with a witness. Well, She's not on trial. No, you are on trial. Well, this is the whole point. The of court it. of public opinion at this point. Well, the whole point of her being there is to find out if she did something fucking wrong. Right, and to be removed from the case. If she gets removed from this case, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this whole case is shot. Yeah. But here's what's really funny. She gets removed from this case, all those people who took a fucking plea deal, like fucking Jenna Ellis, uh-huh. you're a fucking dumb bitch. Well, yeah, and she gets what she deserves. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, anyway, here's another clip. County that, that was paid. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Outside of that, did you ever pay him anything other than cash? I've only given cash a few times in, in the course of what we're talking about. So you've never if we would go to dinner, let, him, let her finish her answers. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him cash because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four. Okay. Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. 2500 and $1,000? You never wrote him a check? Ma'am, I don't have checks. Okay. Um, so you have no proof of any reimbursement for any of these things because it was all cash, right? The testimony of one witness is enough to prove a fact. So my question was, do you have I'm any proof? Is that what you're no, estimating not. right here? I'm asking if you have any proof that you paid for any I mean, of these The monies. proof is what I just told you. Ooh. You have no written proof. I got something here. Is that correct? So I have some... Um, Probably some transactions like in Belize. I probably spent $500 on my card uh, in Belize. I spent 800, I can't remember, 900 bucks on each of our tickets to go to Belize. Okay. One person's testimony is a fact? Is that what she said? She goes, one person's testimony is enough to prove a fact. Yeah. No, but she was questioning if if one person. No, she said it as a statement. No, Mm -hmm. I think she was questioning it. No, because no, to me, I took it as she was stating because one she, person's testimony is fact. Is a fact. Uh-huh. So that statement could come back if she continues on this case. Uh-huh. If I was Trump or Trump's lawyers, when Trump comes up there and said, "I didn't do it. That's not me. That's, this is how it is," and they try to question, no, 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 DA Fannie Willis said one person's testimony is a fact. My testimony is proven to you that it's a fact. Therefore, I'm not guilty. <laughs> she just set herself up for failure mm-hmm. in her own testimony right there. Right? Well, you just said it. One person's testimony is a fact. You know, 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, Kansas City shooter, you're up for attempted hom- or for one kind of homicide. Mm-hmm. Nope, I didn't do it. Oh, it's got to be a fact because yeah. one person's testimony is a fact. Right. Dude, she <laughs> she just fucked up. I don't. I see. I see it a different way, but I mean, I, I'm not that I'm defending her. Because you, there's, you can't. You as, can't. As soon as I heard that, that's mm-hmm. why I was like, ooh, ooh. Uh, Libby heard it the same way I did. I'm just like, she, <sighs> but she fucked up. But I don't, apparently, I, I don't have anything from the dude. I have one. There's a twelve second. All right, so, so, so it's so. funny though. This dude here. It's fucking clueless. Right. Have you ever been to her cabin? Yeah, what's a cabin? <laughs> or whatever. I, I did see that clip or whatever. Or, or, or have you ever laid your... What was it? Laid your head? Yeah, where have, they're like, I have plenty of work. I, I have a condo here. Where have you laid your head? So they're having a place... Yeah, what's okay, this lay your head shit? She's doing the same shit. A did lot you of people, bang her or not? So they they all play fucking word games and semantics, uh-huh. right? Everyone, everyone I fucking know. He's like, stop, stop playing fucking word games. You know what the intent is. You're mm-hmm. trying to dance around the fucking fact. Right. That's all they're doing. They're yeah. being fucking assholes about it. I laid my head. No, you didn't fucking lay your head, fuck tard. Where did you bite the fucking pillow? That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where did you bite the pillow? Yeah. On the corner, right in the middle. Where? Um. I want to play something here. This. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell was that? Man. Hey you. Who, man? Yeah, you. Uh, are you a special prosecutor? Uh, <laughs> Did you hear what I said? I said, are you a special prosecutor? I asked you if you were the special prosecutor. Uh, are you a yeah. what? Yeah, I am. You won't get paid to be my boyfriend. <laughs> Hello, anybody there? I said you won't get paid to be my boyfriend. Can we go? funny is they have a album brag and he's changing the background and then down comes Jack Smith looking like the dude from the original Superman the yeah. the, the evil guy yeah the uh, Zog yeah, Commander Zog or whatever yeah, yeah. you know well this is from the, uh, the, the, original. Chris, the original Superman Chris yeah. Reeves yeah I know but it's still Commander Zog yeah yeah <laughs> and then I saw my damn it does look like him <laughs> Well, I think also with Fanny Willis's, with that, they were questioning her, uh-huh. and she was saying, "Well, he, they got in arguments because he said that women are only good for one thing, making him sandwiches," and then they pressed pressed a little bit further, and 
asked if they were together on a certain time, and she goes, well, I'm not going to tear a man down, a black man down, but let's just say he, he was having cancer treatment, and he was not going to be in my bed during that time. But and did, otherwise, she a, did she make him a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, she was, she was trying to say that it, it didn't work. Yeah, right. Whatever. They're still fucking banging each other. I'm not going to emasculate a black man is what she said. Uh, emasculate yeah. him? Yeah. What cancer did he have? Prostate. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He was still married. At the time? Yeah. But yeah. He, he was saying, I wasn't still married. We didn't, we weren't in a marriage, so I wasn't cheating on my wife, but they were still married for another three years after that. But he wasn't. Living at the house. Yeah, he was. Oh, he, oh, he was. Huh? So here, here was even better. Huh? The next day, uh-huh. she had her dad testify. For what? About what? Trying to the thing about the money. Uh-huh. Uh huh. you know, I was I was trained that as a as a black man, I'm not trying to be racist, but a black man, you know, we were trained to keep cash in the house. Uh, yeah. So I had three safes. So this dude, her, her dad, was also a lawyer, right? Apparently. In the 60s is a Black Panther. Okay. And I want to say her name is, was it? Angel? Her name? No. Um, the, well, this girl, I think, uh, another 60s terrorist who killed a judge. Is it Angela Davis or something like that? Living in Cuba? Mm-hmm. The homie was shacked up with her. So he's connected to radicals from the 60s. So now it makes sense about Fanny and, and the radical anti-white people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the corruption. <laughs> right. Because they've gotten rich off this shit. But yeah, it's, it's like, you could tell he was coached on what to say for his testimony. He wasn't coached. He knew what the fuck to do, apparently, from what you're telling me. Yeah, but I guarantee you, for this particular testimony, he yeah. was coached. I mean, that's the thing. These, these uh, radical fucking blacks, I mean, I'm all, you know... Like I said, we don't see color. We don't, but th- there are certain people that make you see color, hmm? and and it's people like that that make you see it because they fucking know how to play the game, and and but the thing is, everybody knows you're playing the fucking game, right? But everyone's afraid to call you out on it, yeah, because they don't want to be called racist, right? Uh, okay, so there was a, and and I should have saved it uh, on the Bill Maher show um, last night or. Oh. Friday night or whatever. Uh, a girl basically called out. The, you know, they said... That Was that Ann Coulter? Yeah. Basically said that they're not releasing the names of the, the two shooters. In because they're black. Because they're black. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We, we talked about it in the show. Yeah. It, it, dude, it's... it's if it Not that they're juveniles. It's because they're fucking black. If it doesn't fit their fucking agenda. Mm-hmm. To, okay, so right. the shooter... The trans shooter... Dropped off the planet. They yeah. still haven't released the manifesto from Nashville shooter. Because no, they did. I mean, it was leaked. It was leaked. Yeah, but yeah, right. but yeah, they haven't released it. She she brought up some Muslim shooters in California. Yeah, you remember a few years ago? It was like some work party. A husband mm-hmm. and wife team. Yeah, yeah. Can went in there. They they shot up the place. They got into a pursuit with cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. San Bernardino, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that that disappeared from the news. Mm-hmm. You know. Right, and then the news. It, it just makes me laugh that the news like we're they put these words out we're like integrity come and blah 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 blah, blah. no yeah. you're not because you don't you fucking play the fucking game that you're being told to play right 
okay, so there, there's a there's a shooter on the loose. Mm-hmm. It's a black male. Police are looking for him. When you release an identity as a media organization, what do you say? Oh, and, and he appears to be a male in his twenties. Yeah. Um, uh, you, yeah. Uh, okay. You just described like like a quarter of the fucking population. A male in his twenties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, a black male. A Hispanic. <laughs> white. White. What? What? What are we looking for? Asian. Here? Yeah. You know what kind? What kind of male? Yeah. Give us more specifics. Well, we don't want to racially profile or stereotype. You're not. <laughs> You're giving details. Once again, that's yeah. their thought process. Yeah. Because they've uh, let the political uh, correctness bullshit. It's right? not their thought process. It's, it's what they're being fucking told to do. True. But but that goes back to, once again, you know, people don't want to be called racist for calling out bullshit. Well, that, that, that just adds to the stereotype. No, it, it adds to your fucking ignorance. The fact that these people are playing fucking games. They uh-huh. think they can play games because of their... And blame it on cultural differences. No. You're uh-huh. just a fucking scheming, conniving asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with culture. Exactly. So, get off Fanny. Fanny's fucked. Fanny's fucked. Hey, hey, did you see this thing about the, the Idaho House of Representatives? Uh-uh. Hey, listen to this. This I totally agree with this fucking thing. It just it still has to pass another. But listen. Crimes against preteen children passed the Idaho House. Representative Bruce Scogg, a, rep, a Republican from Napa who co-sponsored the bill, along with Representative Josh Tanner of Eagle, said that House Bill 515 is designed to give the steepest penalties to the most heinous of crimes committed against children 11 years of age and younger, and that the penalties would be in line with that of first-degree murder. There is a deep, dark, dark side in our culture, and it's our job to protect the children. There are times when things are so wicked that retribution is appropriate. It would be very rare that this case would happen, but it will happen. And I say to you that when you see that case, you read about it in the newspaper, you're going to say, this is the one case that this needs to happen. Now, the bill's sponsors say their hope is that the U.S. Supreme Court will review the Idaho bill if it becomes law and therefore issue a ruling that would expand the eligibility for the death penalty. The House (laughs) approved the bill in a 56-12 to vote. The bill next heads to the Senate for committee review. So, if you... If t- 11 years old or younger... And you're a pedophile and you abuse a kid... Yeah, you're looking at the death penalty. A, equal to first degree murder. Fuck yeah, yeah. I fucking totally agree with that. Me too. Yeah. I support that 150%. Yeah, even though it comes from the Mormons, but I totally agree with it. You know, I don't care who it comes from. That's a good law. I know. You know how many school teachers are going to be affected by that? <laughs> <laughs> Little teachers be crying, ripping down their gay pride flags. All all those little fucking blue hair chicks on TikTok. Yeah, (laughs) have the gay pride flags up in their fucking. Yeah, they'll be taking them down. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I can't be giving them any fucking ammo. Okay, so did you see this guy? Did you see the? Okay, today in Nashville, did you see the fucking blood tribe or whatever? The Nazis. Oh yes. Okay, the feds. Yeah. Okay. The so, same ones are the Patriot Front, just in different uniforms. Yeah, yeah, those guys. So, so here's a this this guy, Representative Justin Jones. You know who he is? Yeah, he's a race baiter. He's a race baiter. So, 
here, here he is. Look, he's in front of all these fucking Nazi, you know. But guys. he ain't afraid. But he, yeah. They are literally having a Nazi march. Literally having a Nazi march here in downtown Nashville. White supremacists talking about um, white supremacists, neo-Nazism, um, talking about deporting folks and just racial hatred. This is this is what we're seeing here in Nashville. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna play another clip here. Let me find it. I think it's on my other. Dom Lucre. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this one. Did you? So yeah. here's listen to this now. So I'm down here in Nashville, Tennessee, and something I found out very odd about this whole neo-Nazi parade, Democratic rep Justin Jones was the first person to know exactly where it was. Now that is funny because this is the same individual that set up the entire transurrection. If you guys remember that last year. When that transsexual shot up that school, the Christian school, and they responded by making it a race problem and making it a gun problem instead of the actual mental health problem that transsexuals are currently going through and their downfall spiraling out. This same individual knew exactly where these quote-unquote neo-Nazis, the blood tribe, pop up at. These, the same group that people have been calling fed since day one. They pop up in Nashville in the Democratic rep that set up some race bait last year is the same person that found them first. They are literally having a Nazi march. Literally having a Nazi march here in downtown Nashville. White supremacists talking about um, white supremacist neo-Nazism, um, talking about deporting folks and just racial hatred. This is this is what we're seeing here in Nashville. What makes this story even stranger? This guy blocked me on Twitter before he uploaded the video saying there were neo-Nazis in Nashville. I mean, that's suspect to me. These people are strange. Justin, unblock me. We can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, the, nobody knows, it except for the one single black representative in the area. Yeah. He knows exactly where these guys are going to be. When and where. Yeah. And, and they all have their matching outfits, just like the Patriot Front. They're, they're all, all wearing the same masks. They're all wearing masks. Yeah. And it's not a, a true Nazi flag. It's a it's a black flag, flag with white. Yeah, it, it's like. Yeah, but if you really want to talk about who's supporting the Nazis right now, is uh, all these Ukrainian soldiers that are sporting Nazi symbols. Yeah. Because who did Ukraine align with in World War Two? Yeah. A, a good portion of them aligned with the German Nazi forces and fought against Russia. Uh-huh. That's why the German uh, the uh, Canadian Parliament Trudeau had that you. Uh, World War II Ukrainian soldier who fought against the Russians. Well, who yeah. fought against the Russians in World War yeah. II? Yeah, and then they finally admitted that he was a Nazi. Nazi? Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what, once again, so so now all you liberal motherfuckers that want to keep supporting Ukraine are supporting who? Nazis? Yeah. Mm. Fuck you. But who do you call Nazis? People, Trump and anybody who supports Trump. Yeah, white people. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, no, there are a lot of black people who support Trump are called Nazis now, too. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's just if you support Trump, you're a Nazi. You're a white supremacist. <laughs> you're a Nazi. It, it, Trump's going to be a dictator. Yeah, Trump's going to Trump's gonna dictate uh, the downfall of the deep state. I hope so. That, that's it. The, the Joe Blow, American citizen, he's going to fucking make your life fucking wonderful. So, I mean, th- this is the thing. You, you, you fucked hard kids nowadays. You didn't grow up in America when it was fucking great yeah and then and then you grew up and your parents fucking 
protected you from nothing and and made you a fucking pussies. You want to know something really odd? This is going to sound really odd. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, you know, as an American back when we did in the uh-huh. Soviet Union and seen everything else. The Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I even served during the Cold War. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The Russians were my enemy, right? Yeah. After seeing Putin's interview, and I, I know Putin's a bad guy. He does shit. Yeah, he's not going to tell you right. the exact truth. Right. Yeah. But I honestly think there are, like, Russians and, and former Soviet countries that are probably more free than we are, and we just don't realize it. Right. Well, how, well here's the thing. How come when uh, uh, Tucker Carlson interviews Putin, he's a traitor, but when um, Barbara Walters interviewed him, it's journalism. When, uh, oh, yeah. What's Stephanopoulos. His, Stephanopoulos interviews him, it's journalism. Well, you, know, you got you got journalists interviewing the leaders of Hamas right now. Yeah. Oh, that's heroic. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It well, then out. I think also Tucker Carlson went and he he did a video where he went shopping, grocery right? shopping. Yeah. yeah. It cost him like four hundred fucking bucks to buy a. He thought it was going to cost four hundred bucks. It didn't. It cost a hundred and fifty at uh, the most. Uh, it was cheaper. It's proving that the sanctions that the U.S. is doing mm-hmm. on Russia is not working. Yeah. Because they found ways around it. They've got India, they've got China, they've mm-hmm. got Iran, they've yeah. got everybody else yeah. around there to help them. That these sanctions are doing absolutely nothing. Right. Well, so instead of purchasing through the U.S. system, SWIFT or whatever mm-hmm. it was, they're going through BRICS. Mm-hmm. The Brazil, India, China, or Brazil... Russia, India, China, and what the S is for, whatever. But the BRICS system, mm-hmm. so they've got their own money exchange system now right. that's competing with the U.S. SWIFT system. Right. So they're like, yeah, fuck you then. It, it, Tucker Carlson exposed a lot with that interview. Right, and that's what they're fucking, that's what they didn't want to happen. That's why they're saying, oh, don't watch it. It's oh. fucking bullshit. Oh, it's going to get even better because while he was in Russia, guess who else he interviewed? <sighs> who? Uh, Tara Reid, uh-huh. because you know she fled to Russia because of the uh, the uh, deep state coming after her for accusing Biden, Biden of, of rape. Yeah, and he also interviewed Edward Snowden. Oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> nice. So there's a couple more interviews coming out that he did. Nice, nice, nice. So yeah. Well, before we end, yeah, not political. Okay. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Yeah. That the she's she did three records that night. Okay, but you guys know that they they are already asking for a check mark because before the NCAA recognized women's basketball, they had this and I was, I forget what it was and there's a woman that has a probably about a hundred more points than the girl from the NCAA record. Well, Kate Clark will get that before the end of the year. Yeah, she's got at least fifteen more games to yeah, go. Exactly. And if she chooses to play yeah. one more year, she but. I've already heard she's already she's, looking at the WNBA, yeah. even though she'll make more money in nil than she yeah. will ever make it in in mm. the women's basketball. Yeah, but for her, maybe it's not about the the money. I don't want to play, but I, yeah, she, but she can't go play in Indiana. The women's, fuck, Jesus, they've had the number one pick two years in a row. So we'll see, but yeah, no, yeah, Caitlin. So Clark. she did like the she did three, so she beat Stalkies. I mean, she. Yeah, forty nine points in one game. Okay, well, so well, um, she had twenty three points in the first half, in yeah. the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So and yeah. then um, her career right now, her career points is thirty five sixty nine. That's the all time leader, right? 
No, she, there's two others ahead of her, but no, she's the all-time leader in the NCAA scoring. In, in, oh. in the NCAA scoring, yeah. yeah. But there's there's two more ahead of her for yeah. all-time. And that's what I'm talking about with this thing before the NCAA recognized women's sports. And that's why they're saying, oh, she gets an asterisk. But yeah, fuck you, you is yeah. your fucking asterisk. <laughs> so, well, good for her. Congratulations, Iowa Hawkeyes. Yep. Uh, okay, so that's it. We got you know Donald Trump, Engrand's a turd. Let's recap: Engrand's a turd, Joe Biden's a turd, Harris is a turd, Fonnie Willis is a turd. Yeah, and uh, who's the other broad from New York? Oh, Latisha James. Turd. <laughs> okay, so Jack Smith. This is a turd show. <laughs> okay, so we covered all the turds in this show. All right. So reach out to us at didweoffendyou at gmail.com. We're on True Social at didweoffendyou. And we're on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it at didweoffendthelettery. All right. Thanks. And we'll be back next week.